Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Um, so outside of outside of German hip hop, is there other uh, foreign language music you can listen to? That you don't necessarily need to know what the fuck they're saying. You just like like the music. Sure. I mean, I can think of individuals. So are we are we rolling? Yeah. You're supposed to tell me. You're supposed to do an intro. You're supposed to do all kinds of stuff. I don't want to do that. I want to just sloppy as fuck. Is there other stuff? Welcome to episode eighty two of the Generous Clubhouse. Okay, that's great. Good job. <laughs> Wonderful <laughs> intro. Um, yeah, man. Like, so so as like a full genre, I can't think of of anything I've I've listened to. But like, there's plenty of Spanish. Uh, language songs. There's a couple, you know, a few French songs that I've listened to. Um, Spanish, like uh, like my Spanish, like Mexican Spanish. Like, do you listen to like uh, like mariachi and that no, kind of? I'm no, not, not mariachi. <laughs> it's, it's it's more like pop songs that have just sort of like crossed over. Oh, okay. Because I don't actively seek out foreign language songs. Yeah. Like I said, so this this all started because I was I my Pandora uh, was playing. I was listening to a song, and I'm like, Mondo, it's German hip hop. And then we started talking about it. And it's just, there's there's a Pandora station I have on my phone. And it's set off of like a pretty obscure British hip hop group. And Pandora's like, oh, we're just going to send you all the weirdest shit. You, you like you like this? What about this German group? And, and that's what spurned all this. I think the only German music I've ever, I wouldn't say what was into, well, yeah, kind of, sort of, was uh, Rammstein. Rammstein? Mm-hmm. Du hast mich. That's about the only... I um, I wish I would knew more of it. I was listening to a podcast, and one of the uh, hostesses was uh, was expressing her like appreciation for Portuguese music, like Brazilian Aww. music, and it was like some of it was hip hop, and some of it was just like more like like uh, ballads type of stuff, like softer. I, I listened to Avril Lavigne. Is that that's Ooh. foreign, right? <laughs> um, but I put the Portuguese stuff sounded pretty good. I have actually. You've probably heard of. Uh, or maybe have you heard of Manu Chao? No. Oh, he's like he's probably like the, the the more most mainstream to the United States as far as like Portuguese. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like alternative. It's it's different, but it's listenable. It was okay. But yeah, she was playing some shit that I was like, huh? I can do this music. I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but yeah, you know, if, if if the melody and the arrangement is is kind of upbeat and. You know, it's, it, you don't. I I don't need to know the lyrics. But for me, though, it is a little bit fun in German because I'm like, oh, there's like one word that I sort of recognized. Awesome. Uh, and then there are there are words that sound very similar, and then sometimes they'll make references. Mondo got excited <laughs> because who who did they reference? I, I don't remember. It was like Brad Pitt or it was like some actor. Yeah, I think like, it was Brad Pitt. I was like, did they say Brad Pitt? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, na- names are the same in German. <laughs> the the entire song, I didn't know what the fuck they were saying except for when they said Brad Pitt. I'm like, hmm. But I recommend checking out Crow. It's just C-R-O. Oh, it's not spelled different? It's not like K, backwards K. Well, I don't know what that means because it's not spelled like the bird. There's a W in the bird. It's just C-R-O. Well, in German, is it spelled without the W? I don't know. I don't know what it means. But that's oh, that's the one question, though. When you heard it, you're like, I don't think this is hip-hop. And I'm just, I'm not curious, like, what do you constitute as hip-hop, I then? think, I think maybe because, maybe because we're, 
I think like our hip hop, I think I think United States hip hop is generally more street, more urban, more you know, sometimes heavier, darker whereas the song you're playing sounded like a little more upbeat and that's why that's why to me it sounded more poppy than hip hop. I, I mean, I think some of it is in the US, but like hip hop in the US to me at least it became very very poppy where where like there's a designation between like hip hop and rap like i always thought of rap as more uh, you know street like the way you're describing it and hip hop is like i'm like oh this is pop singers who can't actually sing so they're doing hip hop i'm trying to think of someone that that fits your description that's a hip hop artist in the states like by your definition of hip hop let's let's see what let's see if we can pull up the billboard hip hop charts cuz i don't i don't really pay attention to billboards at all Anything like that? I don't know the names of songs and artists these days in, in, in hip hop or rap. Ah, a couple rap things here and there, but Jack Harlow is number one. Don't know who that is. I I've heard his name. I know I've listened to a song. I couldn't. Oh, Billboard. This is behind a paywall. You motherfuckers. Yeah, everything you have to pay for everything nowadays. Fuck these people. iTunes top one hundred hip hop. Can we can we can I see that? The system. I don't know any of these places. J- Jack Harlow Lato. I mean, I want to say, like, I'm getting old, except I don't think I ever paid attention to this stuff. I uh, I don't know any, I've, I've, uh, or, but, like, Drake is, like, hip-hop, but he's very poppy in a lot of his stuff, too. Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> I know he's supposed to be a hip-hop guy, but I really don't know his music at all to say. All right. I can honestly say, I like, if I heard a Drake song, I probably wouldn't recognize it as a Drake song. I'd be like, oh, I, I think I know this song. All right, here's here's a great one who who's Post Malone for a bunch of his stuff. He's he's on the hip-hop billboards, and he's... he's That's true, yeah. I, 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 I think he's better than just, like, standard pop, like, the kind of just fluff. Like, I, I think his music is actually interesting, and it, it definitely made Into the Spider-Verse way better. You're my sunflower, but the boo-boo-boo. But he's definitely very poppy. yeah. Well, even even what's the what's the one, the one the one that put him on the map was White Iverson, but I can't. How does that one go? I can't remember. Wait, how is? Okay, this is just on iTunes. Jump around by House of Pain is is on the iTunes hip hop billboards. But see, that's not poppy to me. Like that that if yeah. I listen to that, that's. Hip. But that's also from quite a while ago. Fucking nineties. Ding 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 ding. ding. Yeah, there's a lot of Post Malone on here and Jack Harlow, but this is this is the this isn't the like current uh, billboards. This is just the iTunes. So I don't even know what this list is exactly. But yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think there's there's definitely room for some more sort of poppy songs in in the hip hop genre. And and again, remember it's Germans. I'm like I'm like Germans. You guys are rapping and making pop songs. That's adorable. <laughs> Keep it. Well, keep, dude, keep like, it up, Germans. Like a lot of music, a lot of foreign music is heavily influenced by what comes out of the states. Oh yeah, like there's not, like there's not a whole lot of like the opposite where we're. Well, that's not true. I was to say we're not really influenced by other countries' music, but I'm sure there are some like some influences here and there. Well, I mean, for sure. I mean, if you want to go way back, I mean, all of our music is influenced by classical composers melodies i mean they're all the, these uh you know the, these like comedy ish acts where it's like look every song has the same chords as like pachelbel's canon and those were all uh foreign composers but if you look at our current music more than anything 
pop music now was influenced by the Beatles. Like they set the template and people are still just playing it out. They were British, Mondo. That was foreign. They were British. They were British. Is that that's your British your British accent? I I think when I was was when I was like probably eight to twelve, I think my accents were probably better. Now that I'm older, my accents suck. My accents, my uh, impersonations. I think it's because I've gotten older and drier, and my sense of humor is different than when it was when I was a kid. <laughs> my accents were always bad, and I've kept that standard steady. Yes, sir. I actually no. I used to be able to do one of like the really posh British accents well. That was my only one I could do well, and I don't think I can anymore. J- just to just to close this and, and move on, I will play ten seconds of Crow's song Trom, which I spell the name of the song T. R A U M, like trauma, but with no A at the end. Yeah, exactly. But and it's funny. I looked. At, I had to look it up because I don't know what that word means. It means dream. I had no idea. But I do Ooh. listen. I listen. This song comes up on Pandora, like when I'm trying to trail run and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, let's go, let's go, crow. Wait. So here we go. Okay, degenerates, you're gonna have to you have to send us a message somehow and vote. Is that more pop or more hip hop? And like Aaron said before we started recording, what did you say something about hip hop and pop or what? Oh, oh actually, I, I just came up with that on the spot. I was pretty proud of myself. I was like, you can't spell uh, hip hop without pop. And then I had to think about it for a second. I was like, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Unintelligible, horrible. German pop. It's supposed to be hip hop, but it sounds it's, like pop. It's not. It's yes. It's unintelligible to you because you don't speak German. You know who else is unintelligible? A lot of the natives of Florida. Those motherfuckers. It's all boobula 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 boobula. And speaking of Florida, <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry. Wait, how is it again? Boobula boobula boobula. And speaking of, uh, how, how's that spelled? B o o b. A L A H Bubala. Okay. I think I spelled that right. <laughs> All right, sorry, continue. Um so it's happy so it's Mother's Day, and so we have a special edition of Florida Man. Florida Mom. Florida Mom. Uh Florida City student gets bullied by a schoolmate, then attacked by the bully's mom. <laughs> you know, it's you know, like like mother like son. It's beautiful. A family How does that sharing fucking together. Happen? Well, you're about to find out. Uh, as if being bullied at school isn't bad enough, one Florida City student had to fend off a fellow student and then that student's mother. <laughs> I got a call from my son that said he was being bullied because of his size and he defended himself, exp- explained Zendra Pollard. So so this uh, article, I don't think, goes into the kid's size. He he was a he's a rotund little fellow. A little chubby? Little, 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 he was a, he's a big boy. As, as wide as he is tall? Yeah, it, so, it sounds like he was a big one. All and, right. and he was he, they were getting some fat jokes and and uh and yeah this kid like picked picked the the kid up who was making fun of him and just dropped him. It was uh it was when her son Nehemiah Johnson defended himself from that bully that the seventh graders day at Florida City's Bethel Junior Academy went from bad to worse. When you're scared we what? We're you scared when that happens. You see why I have difficulty with these articles? Is these motherfuckers put them on there and don't spell check themselves. Well, I mean, this article was also written from somebody by somebody from Florida. Yeah. So, so you got to take that into account. So they instead of saying, 
were you scared when that happened? They put, we are you. Anyway, were you scared when that happened? He was asked. Yes, I was scared a minute, Nehemiah. <laughs> According to Nehemiah, the bully sister then called their mom. And before anyone knew it, the mom showed up at school looking for a fight of her own. Just ready to fl- You know what? I, I, this, I, I can already picture. This mom was at home. She's like day drinking, ro- watching the... the no, no, it probably wasn't. It probably wasn't the prices right. It was like the View or one of those daytime talk shows. Yeah, and she's like already fired up. She's like halfway through a box of wine, and she gets the call. She's like, "Oh, it's go time. This is what Florida moms train for. I'm ready." Uh, they left their parent inside the school. The parent came to school while she was at work and came and verbally bullied him as well. Bullied him and then attacked him. Said at, Pollard. At work. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it was all caught on school surveillance cameras. You can see the mom dressed in a pinkish red outfit entering the school. <laughs> the mom then picks something up and and begins beating Nehemiah with it. What? It was like that. It was like a belt, like a brown brown belt. Said Nehemiah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that was a uh, jujitsu or karate brown belt. I no. think. I think that was like leather with fucking metal at the end of it. Yeah, she was. That was just old fashioned hiding in the middle of school on someone else's kid. Pollard explained the feelings watching the video. It was rage. It was rage. It was rage. Hard to watch. He had seizures as well, and she's just hitting him in the face. Jesus. Uh, CBS4 tried to speak to the mother accused by Nehemiah and his mother of doing this, but she was at home. Nehemiah wants to send the message. It's never okay to bully, saying just stop because you don't know when they're going to go through and what they're going to go through and all that. She was a bully. She was a big bully. She was worse than her son. She was a bully, so my child Wait, got. Hold on, quick, quick. Was she a bully? Yeah, this Florida people. This is this is a sentence. This is a sent. This is literally quote quotations from the person. She was a bully. She was a big bully. She was worse than her son. She was a bully. So my child got bullied by the son, and now my child got bullied by the mom. Wow. So so just just for those of you keeping track at home, we we had the word. One, two, One, yeah, two. three, four, five <laughs> times in the course of like two sentences. The word bully. But I can get it. That You know, they're interviewing this mom whose son got f- fucking belt whipped in her, his face. And she's just like mad. She's like, he was a bully. He was a-. That was, uh, I, I, it probably sounded a little bit different spoken. But yeah, reading that on the page, it's like, are, are, ma'am, are you having a seizure too? Did your son, <laughs> like, is this a genetic thing that you passed on to your son? Crazy shit. Dude, well, what would you do if, if. It's, I mean, it's a little bit different when it's moms, but like, if it, say it was a dad, right? Like some dad like goes in to the school and beats your kid in the face. How what would you do? You'd have to go fuck him up. You'd have to you have to scrap the guy. You have to fucking kick him in the dick and beat him to you know. You can't you can't let him get away with it. And what sucks is what sucks here. Okay, going back to the whole Cain Velasquez things, things like that. What you want? Like you're trying to defend your kid. You end up going into jail for it. Like, you end up being the one in trouble. Like, but if someone's fucking with your... I mean, hell, if someone messed with my niece or my nephew, I'd have problems. You know what I mean? Like, I would have... I would have problems. <laughs> I, I would have to go to jail. Well, yeah, I think... I think it's... One, if, if you, like, call him out, and then... It's a little bit different than just sort of shooting air bullets at him on a highway. Right? Like, that's one where I think the police might be like, eh, okay, we're going to, yeah, slap on the wrist. Don't do that again. You know, if, if you just like call the guy, you know, call the guy out and it's an actual like fist fight as opposed to, uh, you know, hitting in the back of the head with a crowbar, shooting it on the highway. But 
That is, oh my God. Tom Segura has a funny joke about what that. What the fuck were the school officials doing during this whole thing? They just, we can't do anything to the child. We can't do anything to the kid because then we're going to get sued by the, that kid. We can't, because if they get involved in the the bullies, parents will fucking sue. Everyone's sue happy. Well, the, the other part, I I, I think, I, I'm a, if I'm correct, I know this was a private school and I believe this was a Christian private school. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's just like, they're, we, they're going, she's just going Old Testament. I had a, growing up, I had a, a, a friend down the street, like a couple houses over, that uh, both he and his older brother were like, they were fuckers. Like, they they were troublemakers, they were bullies, they were, you know, ne'er-do-wells. And um, unfortunately, there wasn't a lot of other kids that hang out with on that street, so I, I hung out with them here and there. And then there's one time, I forget what the fuck that kid did. He did something pretty fucking messed up to me and, like, the, one of the other kids. Mm-hmm. And so... I think my mom or my, my dad, someone tried to confront their mom, and then that that parent was like, "Oh, my kid's a saint. They they could never do the, whatever your it is you're saying that they did." And like, no, you don't know your kid. Either a, you don't know your kid very well, or b, you know your kid and you're just trying to fucking cover their ass, which is a a very common thing for horrible parents out there covering for their kids' misdeeds. I know everyone wants to think their kids are saints, but no, let's be real. Some of you motherfuckers are raising little heathens. But uh, anyway, that was it for Florida Mom, Mom of the Year. Um, we'll move on to the world of Reddito. That's that's Reddit in Spanish. I, the way you said it, I thought it was Japanese. Reddito. Reddito. <laughs> it's, I, I think you can make anything sound Japanese if you just say it with that sort like of Like anger, like... Yeah, Japanese and and German can both be very aggressive languages. I think German just normal sounds very like like yeah, like violent. It's like a violent. Unless language. you're listening to Crow and it's just fucking chill. It's like silk flowing into your ears. Reddit question number one, sir. You have five minutes to prepare before a guy breaks into your house with the intention to kill you. You cannot exit by your house. What is your strategy to survive? Yeah, that's tricky. Um. I do have a crowbar, rather large one, that I use for prying things open, usually, but I feel like that could just beat someone to death pretty quickly. I don't have guns. I don't have any firearms, so there's not that. I have to take advantage of my, my knowledge of the house, uh-huh. but it's also a little bit tricky, though, because our, our house doesn't... It, it's, like, very simply laid out. Like, there's just four rooms. Dude. On, if, on if each Kevin, level. If Kevin, can, eh, Kevin McAllister can do it, you can do it, dude. You can set up some fucking booby traps and shit. <laughs> some marbles on the floor. That's easy. Do you own marbles? No. How about a paint can and some rope? I have. I do have paint cans. That, that's actually, you know what though? J- just like a simple like tripwire where they, they would just trip over. Is this dark? Is it? Can we say it's nighttime? Sure. Why it's, not? It's nighttime. You know, I didn't just specify. I don't. I don't have any like real elaborate ones. I was. Try, I was trying to think about that, and I. I think. I think you just go with some simple trip wires. You gotta assume they're coming in on the first floor, and then uh, yeah, they trip and and you just kind of beat them to death. That's that's. I, I would like to come up with something more creative, but do you still have your old lacrosse gear? No, that also wouldn't be good because there's there's not enough like weight to it. Lacrosse sticks are very light. Yeah, but if you swing it fast enough, it's gotta hurt. You could, like, if you smash that over dude's head, yeah. So you probably knock him out, right? No, no, no. It, it it would it would definitely hurt, but you're not gonna 
incapacitate or knock anyone out. Hmm. It'd be more like, ow, fucking stop that. If you swung it like at full blast over somebody's head, you wouldn't fucking hurt them. Oh, no, it would definitely hurt them. I mean, you'd, you'd leave a, a bruise for sure. Like, you could probably, like, fracture a thumb or something like that. But, no, it wouldn't. It what would, about I, it, if you swung it over their nose? Like, their the bridge of the 100% street. break their nose. Yes. But a crowbar that's just fucking... So, lacrosse, they're made from very either very, very light materials or, at least when I was playing, they were made from titanium, but it was, like, paper thin. Yeah. Because so, they, they want it to be light. They yeah. Don't, they're not going for, like rigidity they're going for like the weight of it but it just doesn't have enough like heft to it to like actually like travel through and like snap someone's head around a crowbar where that fucking thing is solid steel and it weighs as Do you much have as a crowbar that's what i'm saying i have a i have several crowbars i've got oh, the, shit. the smaller crowbar <laughs> for for smaller prying things i got the big boy crowbar, uh, crowbar if i'm just trying to like that I, usually i was using that just to like pop up floorboards and stuff like that if i was taking up a floor but yeah, that thing probably weighs as much as like, I don't know, seven or eight lacrosse sticks, Ooh. but it's much smaller and more compact. And yeah, you could just put a giant hole in someone's skull with that if you swung hard enough. Sweet. So so basically, I think I think I would just murder them with uh, floor removing equipment. <laughs> all the stuff you're using on your little side hustle, like all the all your tools. Oh, you know what? I don't have... That's perfect. I, I just... Yeah, I Home Alone style it, but it's just all with my, like, various tools. Nail guns. I do have a nail gun. There you go. Except it has to <laughs> it has to be plugged into a uh, air compressor, so that that wouldn't be the most mobile. Uh, but what I do have... I don't have marbles, but they're, they're these little floor spacers that you, like, that you would put on if you're doing tiling. Uh-huh. And you could definitely slip on those. I remember, uh, like... When you uh, when you go to take them up, you just like kick them and they just pop up. And I've I've almost slipped on those. So yeah, maybe maybe I go full home alone style. But I mean, now that you, now that you mentioned Mondo, I've got a uh, uh, a circular saw that's battery powered. I got drills. I do I do have the nail gun. So we just got to find a big sheet of paper and some crayons, and we could draw a map. We can we can do a whole home alone invasion. Yeah. Of, of your house. So so I so I just basically become the Home Depot version of Jigsaw. From the the Saw movies, oh, where yeah. I'm just I just have like torture scenarios <laughs> set Holy up, shit. and it's like somehow I've become a serial killer in this scenario. But you know what? I did, at least I didn't die in my house. I uh, I have a gun, so if someone tried to break into my shit, I would just shoot him. Problem solved. I also keep. What if they got bulletproof armor? I got. I used to. Uh, I think I still have various. Like sharp objects, like bladed objects, like placed around my house. I used to have them there, placed like pretty strategically. Like I used to have like a hatchet in between like my mattress and the, what do you call the uh, the thing underneath it? Box anyway, spring. The box spring. There you go. I used to keep a, a little tom, a little hatchet underneath in, in between the two of those. Uh, have various like knives and bullshit. So I have that as a means. But yeah, I do have a gun. You keep knives under your bed. Not anymore. I used to. I used to have knives, like I said, I used to have knives like strategically placed like where I knew like if something happened, I can like reach for it and get it. I even had, I even once had, um, when I lived in Long Beach, the, my car, not my car, my company car got broken into overnight. And then, uh, I've also had mail stolen, all this other shit. So I became very vigilant there and I would, I would keep a bat around like in the trunk of my car. I would like, I had a bunch of shit like. Because where I lived in Long Beach wasn't this 
safest neighborhood always. I stopped the mugging from happening out there once. That was kind of interesting. Yeah. At some point soon, though, you know what? It's it's interesting. I will have to figure some of this out a little a little bit more. I mean, I, I think we live in a fairly safe neighborhood. Yeah. But my my plan up until you know this far has been like, well, I'll just strangle them to death. Like I. <laughs> Like, unless they're a professional fighter, I'm probably a much better grappler than them. You know, as long as I can close the distance and and in my own house, I'm going to know the twists and turns better. Yeah, I'll just get behind them and I'll choke them unconscious, like, end of story. But we're getting older, Mondo. Yeah. Soon we'll be old and decrepit, and I don't know if that will be an option for me. That's why I have a gun, dude. They say shotguns are the best home defensive weapons because... Like a woman, no offense to women, but a woman that's that's got zero training and, and the shotguns can be very light. Why does it have to be a woman? Listen, shotguns can be very light. You don't require any aim. You just basically point the one end of the boomstick to wherever the fuck that person is and there you go. And then like Finn gets mauled in the, the spray. My dog. Have you ever heard that Bill Bird bit? No. He, I, I may be forgetting the caliber, but he was saying that like the best home defense gun is i think he was saying a 44 like a very small like little pistol and people are making fun of him like oh you get that little little girly gun and he's like i can't remember and then they're like yeah you should have like a like a magnum or whatever those are hard to aim those are hard to be precise with yeah on up and and he also made the point that not only are they hard to aim they're extremely loud yep he's like i'm gonna shoot the burglar miss I'll blow out an eardrum. It's going to go through the wall, knock the engine out of my car, go through my neighbor's wall and kill their dog. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, no, I just, I just, just a little 44. You just, is that, is that, that's a small caliber, right? A 44 is way smaller than, yeah. than, uh, than a 50 cal. A 50 cal, whether it's a Magnum or a Desert Eagle, those fuckers, like you could have both your, your prop with both hands. You're, you're in your fuck, you're locked and loaded. You're in the right, you know, stance. Right to support the the back the whatever the the back kick the mm-hmm. kickback or whatever it's got, kickback. Um, and your hands are still gonna fly up in the air like they're just so fucking powerful they're just big. I mean maybe your hands. Fuck you, son of a bitch. You, I've you, shot all these guns. I shot you need all these. those light little shotguns for your no no. I've fingers. shot all these. I actually because I've gone shooting when when I bought my current gun, I like tried there was like a. It was like a shooting range thing in in uh, Southern California that they happen to have like a gun show type of deal, uh-huh. and it was basically like a carnival. You pay your your fee to get into the carnival, and then they had tons of booths around this place where you can try live firearms. So you can try small little twenty twos, you can try forties, Glocks, pistols, shotguns, you name it. There's a bunch of there's Gatling guns. There was sniper rifles there you could try if you wanted to buy a. Sniper rifle. Anyway, I tried sniper rifle, the preferred weapon for home defense. Yeah, dude, no, <laughs> fuck no. That shit's those things are fucking. Anyway, so I, I, I thought, I thought, I handled the forty-five best, and I had the had the most control. It had the the perfect balance between control and 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 firepower and accuracy and all that stuff. So I was like, this is a perfect gun. Yeah, like, you know, there's a range like right by my house. It's expensive to shoot at ranges. It's fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. And then most places uh, either pay like a daily thing, or if you do the annual thing, like you save money. But but then they make you want like they make you buy their ammo sometimes. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's all fucking scam. Goddamn them. So one of these days I will end up going to it because I I don't really get involved in any of the gun control debates just based on the fact like I've never fired a gun at least not that I can remember. 
I I I have a very very healthy relationship with guns. Fire. Like if you're if you're scared of them, that's that's the amount of respect you need to have of a gun. Either way, like people that are willy nilly with carrying around guns like nothing. Like those motherfuckers, watch out for them because they're gonna fucking hurt somebody. Like me, I'm like. That end of the gun, whether there's a bullet or not in the gun, I'm like very scared of it going off. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, and no, all, all I was saying is, is to some extent, I feel like it's hard for me to comment on any of this intelligently because I'm like, I, I don't, I literally have not taken the first step of anything with a gun. So it's like, I, I do think some people are very opinionated with very little knowledge or uh, experience. So it's like, eh, I, I will, I will. Hold opinions. Well, we we, we got to go shooting. That's another thing to add to the list of <laughs> degenerate things to do on the checklist. My dad and mom both were like, just like they were, they had severe reservations about me buying my gun. They were like, they were like, my dad's like, I don't believe in guns. I go, yeah, well, you don't need to believe in them, but someone can shoot you with it. Or someone breaks into your house. Like, they, you're going to be like, I don't believe in guns. <laughs> your belief has no bearing on whether or not someone's going to break into your house and fuck with you. Like there was um there was a an incident in my my parents' house once where like there was like two dudes walking around the neighborhood like knocking on people's doors and like like there was some kind of shady scam. They were trying to get information from the residents. It's like who the fuck are you? Like why are you asking me about these things like what do you do who do you work for anyway it turns out that those dudes ended up like like robbing a liquor store down the street not not too far from our house and like I, that same night i remember specifically like walking my mom like loading my gun up and walking my mom to her car and her car is like only like 10 feet from the door like i just was like i don't and it was dark out i was like yeah these fuckers can be just jumping out of a bush you know what i mean like it's as that that was the type of neighborhood widger become by the time i left it but uh Anyway, that was it for Reddit question number one. Let's see what uh, some of the Redditors have to say about that answer. User, my ass on Reddit. <laughs> I was trying to read what the fuck it said. Uh, writes, unleash the hounds. Yeah, if you have some dogs that are like semi-trained or even trained. You know who uh, Jalen Turner Turner is, the UFC fighter? Mm, name's familiar. He's the tarantula, tall black kid. He's like, he's a lightweight. He's like six foot three six foot two like he's a tall okay uh anyway jalen turner and uh tatiana suarez is uh i think fiance boyfriend husband one of those um chris sykes they both both those two dudes like have like uh where they train dogs or whatever like to like like attack dog type of training shit and they do this in southern california they're always posting videos and their stuff and i'm like yeah if you had dogs that were trained by professionals like that you let your dogs go and fuck up the uh, whoever's, you know, breaking in, entering your place. What do you think what Finn would do? Like some, he he would bark a lot, and then if they did anything, he would get really scared and try to run away. So there you go. That Mark, Aaron's house is a mark <laughs> for you burglars out there. But that might be all I need, because until you know I'm old and decrepit, I just need a little distraction before you get behind them and chuck them out. Or not even behind, just close. Close enough. I mean, I, I, right now, I, if, if there was a home invasion, I'd be much more scared if they had a knife than they had a gun. Knives are knives are fucking scary. Like, yeah, they are. And and if you're close close to someone, it is much harder for them to aim a gun at you as opposed to a knife where you just get sliced and yeah. all of a sudden like tendons. Ugh, knives freak me out too. 
User uh, user John Sterling Sanchez writes, There was an episode of Burn Notice where Michael puts aerosol cans in the microwave with kitchen utensils and hits popcorn. I really want to know if this works out or not. So he just make a bomb out of your microwave? Perfect. <laughs> aerosol cans, anything with gas, or even metal. Like, what would happen? I've never done this, conducted this experiment, but what would happen if you put a bunch of metal in the microwave and, and pressed go? Uh, not, not, not good things. Blow up, huh? Last one I'll read. User dub the busticles. Busticles? Anyway, they write, duct taped a bunch of knives to the end of one of those tail lamps to make a spear of blinding and then proceed to go sicko mode. What the fuck? This this person wants to make like medieval weapons and shit using household, uh, household items. That was it for Reddit question number one. Reddit question number O. Dose O, what's the weirdest sexual experience you've ever had? <laughs> yeah, you go first on that one. Me? Huh. I, I've had a few, in, nothing too, nothing too extreme, but did, I already told the whole thing about the throne thing, right? I believe so. Yeah, the whole, that was the whole throne thing, boning in the throne and then having to. You can, I'm going to reuse a story that okay, I, I well, told before, so. Yeah, the, you know, back in the old college days used to have like a we used to have a chair a throne that was a that was basically like the president's seating place right when we had meetings and what have you and we had this running like stupid little running tradition where if you boned a chick on the throne you can put a notch on the side of the throne you could carve a, a little line and be like yeah that was me i i boned a chick so just a story to tell just some dumb bragging rights thing and um, the challenge I had was I was trying to break the throne in, but the throne was like in, <laughs> in like on, t- on the third floor of an administrative building. It wasn't like in somebody's apartment or somebody's house or some meeting room. No, it was it was on on campus in like a, a meeting room or where they held classes or something. So yeah, I I, uh, I took a girl up there, and, uh, like l- late one evening, and uh, had sexual intercourse with her. In the, on the throne and then the next day or a couple of days later we had our, our lancer meeting and i told everybody hey guess what i get a notch in the throne this is my this is what happened blah 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 i was like excited and i described how insertion was completed <laughs> while on the, while on the throne and the guys that were in the meeting were like no you didn't do it right you got to do it this way what you did didn't count so i basically had to break it in all over again with the same girl like a, a couple of days later which I did, so I, I I basically had to do it twice for it to count once. These fuckers, yeah, that was that was one of many of the weird weirder sexual experiences I've had. Aaron, sure. <laughs> I wonder if my mom's listening. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> he finds out like about my weird sexual shit. Go ahead, sorry. That wasn't that wasn't that weird though. Yeah, it wasn't that weird. I mean, but that was just a Tuesday by Florida Man standards. Yeah, sure. I will definitely say my my weirdest sexual experience should have been when I lived in Germany. Should have been. I mean, Scheiser porn. Or German, Scheiser. Yeah, Germans are notorious. They get obsessed and be hard. It's it's actually kind of funny. We were talking about that. It's like there's like Germans way weirder stuff than we do, and then Japanese are like next level. Yeah, there because it seems like cultures that are very like uh, organized and straightforward 
get super freaky. And I remember I, I w- had been living in Germany for like two weeks when one of the, the, the Germans and kind of the social group that I knew was like, oh, have, have you been to Zilreperbahn yet? And I'm like, um, <laughs> no. And he's like, oh, yes, this is, you must go. This is uh, Hamburg's red light district. That is where your American word rape comes from. And he was so proud of it. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go where the, where the term rape was originated? Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. He was so happy, too. He was like, he's like, you know, like, uh, he was giving me, like, a tour. He's like, this is, this is the bell tower where such and such happened. You know, this, and he, this is where rape comes from. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Um, <laughs> but... So I, but I, I never just just to be clear, I don't think rape is okay in Germany, right? Like it's no, not, yeah, it's it's still a bad thing out there. No, yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's not okay uh, anywhere except for India. Oh, that's a whole other. You didn't know about that? Okay, we don't need we don't need to go into that. Anyhow, so fast forward like a, a few years later, I, some, somebody I knew had had died. I was very upset about it, and I'm in Chicago and. I wanted to have some self-destructive behavior. Mm-hmm. That was where my brain was. Like, I'm I'm gonna fuck something up. Like <laughs> I'm gonna fuck something. Well, and up. And, 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 and to, to go back to our, our home invasion thing, my first thought was like, I'm I'm just gonna go to a bar and get in a bar fight. Nice. Like I've never been in a I've been I've had some some near near collisions in bar fights. But I've never actually gotten in a bar fight. I'm like, okay, we're Tonight's gonna tonight. we're gonna take this bar fight to completion. <laughs> oh shit! Um, and then I was like, no, I'm guys. I feel like you might actually kill someone, or like I at the very least, I might get arrested. And I was supposed to be in Wisconsin like a day later for for a wedding, so I'm like, I can't get arrested because of the wedding. <laughs> I can't get arrested because of the wedding. Exactly. <laughs> and then I just had this flashback to like, oh, the raper buns. That's where your American word rape comes from. So now, Aaron raped people. I did not. <laughs> uh, and also as far as far as I know, there is not a red light district in Chicago. Oh, I don't. I don't think. Oh shit! <laughs> anyone from the Midwest or Chicago, feel free to, uh, you know, email us and correct me on that. But there was, I can't remember what it was. There, there was a site. I can't remember. There was, there was a website. Like it was like a Craigslist esque site, but like for for, um, like massages and shit like that. Massages and air quotes, by the way, for those people just listening and not watching the video. So, so I don't know, like, like an hour and a half, two hours later, I find myself walking in to the lobby of a day's in, in, I believe it was Naperville, Illinois, like out this, this suburbs outside of Chicago to, to meet an escort. Mm. And like, I, I, I was super nervous because, yeah. you know, anything goes apparently in, 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 in the Raperbahn. But I don't think anything goes at days in Naperville. <laughs> and like, I'm like looking around. I'm like, oh my God, is there, is there, am I going to get busted? Is there, is this a sting operation? Like, I'm so nervous. I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. How did you find said call girl? Like, was there like no, I a- just told you, like there's a website. So there was a website you went to like a, like a. It was like Craigslist, but for like. How did you know about this website? Google. It, you just, I literally probably wrote like, I, I don't know, like, uh, like. Sex escorts website search something like that. <laughs> it's good to know that you can just that Google does all the homework and thinking for you. Like when you want to get laid, just type in Google escorts near me, 
or uh, or dude, there should be a. Is there a Yelp? Is there a Yelp or like a probably? Like I, I, I'm sure. I mean, there's websites for everything now. <laughs> so, so anyhow, I I get to the door, I knock. It, it wasn't a stinger operation. The FBI didn't come and and take me away. Um, fortunately, and like. I get in there and like I'm like talk you know I'm there there's like the, the escort and and you know I it, that if I recall it was a pay by the hour and so I'm, but I'm like I'm not really sure what to do I'm not I, mean, I don't know how you facilitate this and like we're sitting we're sitting in the bed so I, and that's where I'm like okay I think this qualifies as like a sexual thing I just kind of start asking her questions because at the at that point I was still a college coach and I'm like I'm like I don't know how you transition from just like hello like how is your day? did you have a rough shift i don't i don't <laughs> so, so, so i'm just asking her questions about herself and so now she's like telling me about like her childhood and she came from like a an abusive family in georgia and like her and her little sister like like fled the house and made their for some reason made their way to chicago but I'm like, this is getting more and more bizarre to me. I'm like, I, I, how did I get myself into the, like? Now I'm I'm therapist slash uh, like like client, you know, um, John, <laughs> like whatever you want to call it. And the, the part, but the part that just like shattered the whole thing for me is then she's like, yeah, and like my little sister is like waiting somewhere else in the hotel. I was like, what? And that was where I was like, oh, okay, I'm out of this. This like completely shattered the whole thing for me. Boo. And uh, and that that was that was sort of the the end of it. Where I'm like, I'm gonna like pay you and leave. This is too weird for me. That's why you don't ask them questions. Not well, that I would know. I would. I I I, I never attempted. So we we have established that I was not the most clear headed or logical at any stage of this story. Yeah, yeah. I was like, my I mean, my my whole thinking was like, oh, I'm doing the responsible thing by instead of trying to get in a bar fight, I'm hiring an escort. This this is perfect. Like, good. I'm being a responsible citizen. Like that was literally the thought process that happened. So yeah, I don't I don't think uh rational thinking was involved in any stage of this this little excursion. We have see I think this is where you and I probably are uh on the same kind of side of the fence of this, maybe like we have a we have a group of friends that like like replace replace your story and 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 replace yourself with one of our friends and and their their reaction to like finding out that the little sister was in another room or all this stuff their reaction would be like so what five fingers deep in your pussy like the, you know what i mean yeah. i think i think you and i like i don't like strip clubs i i just don't like paying to so how one of my cokers put it best you're paying someone to give you blue balls like yay but we have a we have, we have some friends that are like that are like in their mind they're hopeful they get a fucking hj or something out of it and they'll pay hundreds of dollars for that and um it's just not i don't i don't know that's just not i couldn't do that it's amazing it's it's i'm impressed at the fact that you 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 got to that point even like you know what I mean? Where you were like, you know, you Googled a chick and called her to your room or your hotel room or whatever. Like that's, that's already like, wow, Aaron was really, <laughs> he almost. I, like I was on a mission to do something self-destructive. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't quite make it through, but yeah, it was I, like, I really was like, I'm going to go to a bar fight or a bar and just like beat the shit out of someone, which yeah. that, 
I don't. I wonder. I wonder how in that alternate timeline how that ended up. Like if I if I actually did it or I just got to a bar and tried to pick a fight and then felt bad about it. I don't know. Um, some of the other redditors answers to that question. User atot806 writes writes. I was in my first year of university. I hooked up with another first year student. She started giving me a hand job. But she said that my shaft was dry and was uncomfortable using her spit as lube, so I suggested she use her hand lotion that she had with her. It was getting good, then she confessed that she had never given a blowjob before and wanted to do it with me. Sweet. Um, without hesitation, she went down on me without wiping the lotion off my dick. Not long after, she was feeling nauseated from tasting the lotion. <laughs> Just as she was about to head to her bathroom, she hurled all over my naked lap. Ugh. User different dash parsley 206 or 205 writes Had a guy inside me start doing push ups. All right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You got to be missionary position, I, I, I assume. Although it could be done anyway. All right. Uh, let me read a couple more, one or two more of these little. They're all long. Anyway, user Pimp Fried Rice, love your name, writes A few years back, Tinder hookup, totally seemingly normal tech dude. He asks if I like it rough. I say yes because who doesn't? He proceeds to eat me out while growling like a wolf and scratching <laughs> at my vagina. It was weird. Nothing about it was satisfying. Wow. Uh, I'm still laughing. It, it was, it's like. Um there's definitely a joke in there somewhere where it's like, do you like it rough? (laughs) (laughs) Last one I'll read. User random name and number writes, a random hookup right between foreplay and go time. She pulled a huge wad of gum out her mouth and stuck it on the back of my shoulder. Quotations for after. All right. All right. Sure. (laughs) I like that someone else replied to that. Uh, Wow, Violet Beauregard all grown up. Get it? Violet from uh, the Charlie and the Chocolate, or Willy Wonka and the whatever factory. And that was it for Reddit number question number two. Uh, we're going to wrap up this episode with some some uh, some talk about Aaron's health updates. Aaron, what's going on with your body? Wow, could you say that anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, well, there's a little bit of sweat on my left ball. It's, it's warm in this apartment. My um, butthole itches. And I, and I got a piss from this Herba Mate. Next question. No, I mean, I, I, it's funny because we, I, we were talking about this a little bit last night. We were watching the fights and I'm like, man, a lot. I'd say like a, most of our, our communication uh, at this point, like weekly is just during the podcast. Uh-huh. And I'm, I, th- I feel like having these structured segments Probably makes for a more listenable podcast. But I'm like, oh, sometimes I'm just like talking about stuff. And I was I was trying to frame my, my like trying to figure out how to frame my medical th- stuff in a way where it would still be at least a little bit interesting. Here's the crux of the problem. It's not so much that they can't figure out exactly like what's wrong. It's not that they can't find something wrong. It's that there's too many things that are wrong that they're not sure what is the main culprit or the relation of all the different things that are wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I do, there was one, one doctor and this is fun. This is after I've seen dozens and dozens of doctors. He asked me, he's like, so have you ever fallen on your head? 
And I was like, what do you mean? You mean like when this happened? And he's like, no, just ever. And and I started laughing. <laughs> I think he kind of looked at me like, oh yeah, this, this dude's had some head drama. I can, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. And it's, it's, I started laughing though, because, um, like I was, I was just one of those kids, you know? And I, I, and when you're, you're little, like your, your joints are kind of made out of that stretch Armstrong material uh-huh. and you just think you're invincible. And, uh, you know, I put that to the test and I, so I told him about the first time I could remember falling on my head. It was when I was, I was eight and we'd found an old, like used mattress. I, I think our, our first thought should have been like, where did this mattress come from? Like, why is there a stain that looks like Elvis on it? Like Ooh. it was, it was pretty gross, but we're like, Ooh, a new toy. And we, we, uh, pulled it over to like our back. I think it was my backyard where there was a swing set. And then I remember going up on the swing set and jumping from the top, like from a full standing position on the swing set onto the mattress. At that time, a lot of my understanding of physics was from Looney Tunes cartoons. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, you're going to bounce off of it. Yeah. No, it's like, yeah, you land on the ground, sudden death. You land on a mattress, you're invincible. Yeah. It's like a trampoline, right? Because the cartoons say it is. Yeah, pretty much. And and that's actually kind of how it was working at first. Like at first we had it directly under the swing set and I, I, I jumped off and kind of struck the landing and then went bouncing off and was like, ah, you know, and, and rolled on the grass. I'm like, that was fun. And then we were progressively pulling it farther and farther and farther away. <laughs> and like in my memory, the, the, the swing set was like approximately like the height of the Great Wall of China, probably, probably a little bit lower. At a certain point, whatever it was, eight eight feet away, ten feet away from the swing set, I jumped and like I I just couldn't make it, and I was over rotating. So instead of having my feet under me, my head just starts going pitching forward more and more, and then yeah, I just land on my head. And there was like that moment of shock, and I remember I was this I guess was traumatic enough where I remember this really clearly. Where I I was like, oh my god, I'm dead, like I just died. Because there was probably was like some nerve stuff where there's like that flash of have you ever have you ever like hit a nerve really hard and there's yeah. that like electrical flash yeah but like yeah like that was like through the whole body and then and then I was like wait I'm not dead I'm alive and I started crying really loud because it 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 hurt and then I, my next thought was like oh no I'm gonna be in trouble <laughs> I should, my parents will be mad at me for jumping off this swing set and landing on my head I will tell no one about this so so the doctor's like that's so that's when you landed on your head I'm like. No, 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 that's just the first time I remember, like, falling on my head. There have been countless other times through sports and just being a dumb kid and everything like that. And he's like, oh, all right. So there, there's quite a bit of stuff going on. Done all the physical therapies and acupuncture and chiropractic and all that shit. I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, I, I got to do something. Anyhow, I, I think what I was saying is, like, I need to do something more aggressive. Uh-huh. Very aggressive. What's that from? That's from Rounders. Ve- yeah, thank you. Very aggressive. That's from Rounders, where uh, John Malkovich is playing uh, the Russian K- Teddy KGB. Teddy, that was a really poor depiction of poker, but a good movie. It was a fantastic movie. In fact, I had, it used to be one of my favorite movies to watch. Sorry to you know interrupt your story, but no, that's fine. I watched it the first time uh, again after years and years and years, uh, like a week ago. Okay. I love it. it. Still holds up. Amazing fucking movie. Nice. Mo- moving on back to your story. So yeah, so I'm 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 trying to uh, choose between what I view as several bad options. 
And cause, cause I've, I've had doctors tell me all kinds of stuff. Like, like one doctor said I should just get the two like lower levels of my spot, like cervical spine, like the, the fused. Yeah. So that's, that's the, the part of your, like lower part of your neck. Yeah, exactly. Fused together where I was like, no, I'm not doing that doctor. That sounds like the dumbest shit ever. And, and he seemed confused by that. But like, to me, the way I look at it is like, it's like if you took your car to a mechanic and you're like, Hey, my driver's side door just won't stay shut. And the mechanic's <laughs> like, okay, I know what to do. Yeah. And then you come back and he's welded the entire door to the frame of the car. And you're like, you motherfucker. He's like, well, it's going to stay shut now. And you're like, yeah, yeah, but no, I need it to, <laughs> to open and move you dickhead. And that's kind of what a fusion is like to me. And then you end up getting more surgeries. But so the, the, here, here are the things on the table. This is, this is what they've told me. It's one, I can get robot parts. And, oh, this is, wow, there's a running theme. I would go to Germany to get the robot parts. Cause, and, and they wouldn't be installed in the Reaperbahn, would they? No, it's not in Hamburg. You know, that would, <laughs> that would really make the trip. I, could, I get a new robot neck, and then it's just like, all right, like, let's go test this thing out. Let's get, let's get, let's, let's supplant that weirdest sexual experience with something much better. How would you test out your neck? Like, just have a fat chick, like, ride in your head? Or get creative. Like what? There's there's a lot of what you just think you, you just gotta you gotta let your imagination run wild. You want to like hang, you want them to hang you by the, by your neck in a rope and you're just swinging and then like some chick just giving you a blowy. Sure. Okay. Um, you said use my imagination. So so about and by the way, just to clarify, when I say robot parts, it what they actually do is instead of fusing the spine together, they they have like these artificial discs. They're made out of like titanium and like little like almost gears where so they. Instead of having just like this almost like a gel-like pad in between your vertebrae, so it kind of cushions and moves and everything, they've they've created like a little mechanical version of that. So you can still move your neck and you still have shock, uh, shock absorption and all that. The thing that worries me is that none of the doctors I've seen in the U.S. seem to like really be on board with that. It's also super expensive. It's like I could get that or like a Tesla. Mm. I mean that, that's sort of the 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 price range that they're they're talking about, and the really tricky part is if it doesn't work, you can't just like take them out very easily. Yeah, like they're grafting that shit into your bone. This is this is how like dumb my thought process is about that. Those are actually the same two levels of the the spine that Aljamain Sterling had artificial discs put in, and I'm like, oh, well, his symptoms weren't like mine at all. His were a lot more. Indicative of, of of that being the problem, but he he just he just beat Peter Yan and won a world championship. I should do it too. Mm. <laughs> um, that's part of the reason why I wanted to ask you some of this stuff because I'm like, wow, I'm becoming much less objective and intelligent about the way I'm thinking about this stuff. So that's option number one: the robot parts in Germany. Option number two is is kind of just like more or less like the same shit I I've been doing. Like I could do more like pain management, which is all these injections and a lot of it's not even trying to fix anything. I mean, that's, that's sort of a motif in us healthcare. Like it's like, let's just make it so you don't feel it. Yeah. Put um, a bandaid over it. Here's some pills. Maybe that'll, maybe those will work. So, so, so it's like that, but instead of pills, so this is actually what I'm waiting on. Like think things got bad enough over the last, it's been a while now. It's been like three months plus at this point where I'm like, okay, I was sort of in like medium, 
uh, term manageable where I'm like, I, I, I don't think I can deal with this for like five to 10 years, but for like a few more years, like I, I've, I found a little area where I can operate and be like semi-functional and I'm okay. And then, yeah, over the last three months, things have gotten, uh, considerably worse. I'm like, Oh, I'm not even in like medium term manageable right now. I got to do some shit. So I went to this, this pain management clinic. What they do is they, they put, uh, an injection of anesthesia like into the, these nerves and it, so it just basically deadens the nerves so they can't feel anything. When they did that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do feel better. Not completely better, but I did feel significantly better. But because of the way our medical system works, that's not the real treatment. That's just like a little diagnostic test because the anesthesia only lasts for like two to three hours. And then you have to do it again like a few weeks later. And then if that is helpful, then you can go back a third time and they just go in and actually like burn the nerve. Like they're just like, they call it a, a radio frequency ablation. It's just using this like little device to just burn the nerves. So the nerves are just destroyed. So nothing's changed like physically. Like if there's some issue with your spine and it's not moving right, or, that's all exactly the same. It's just the nerves gone. So you don't feel it. But, but meanwhile, if there's like, if there are tissues and or bones and other stuff being like, if, if tissues or bones are what are causing the pain in the first place that that wear and tear is going to continue to happen except for you won't feel it correct okay which in the past i've been like that's not helpful i don't want you know i don't want exactly like pain pain i don't think is is inherently bad it's just your body giving you information it's a warning sign it's like hey don't don't like don't continue doing whatever it is you're doing because this is not a good feeling exactly dang money you should be so, a doctor so but but if they burn that nerve then your body's not giving you that warning signal like, hey, danger, Will Robinson, you're fucking some shit up. Your your bones are grinding or your muscles are doing this weird whatever. Hey, Mondo, you know where one of the places you can definitely see your bones grind? This is a raper bond. <laughs> Sorry. That was just a callback. It was too easy. Um, just like the women at the raper bond. Oh, my God. I could do this all day. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I've sort of held off doing any of that sort of stuff because I'm like, this doesn't fix it. And not only doesn't fix it, I just won't even be able to feel what's going on. Yeah. But I just got to the point where I'm like, all right, fuck it. Like, I don't care. I can't. I got to get back to a more tolerable state. I was just going to go through with that. And then these fuckers, like, it's taken so long because I got the first injection and then the second injection. And then they were like, okay, we can do this, this RFA, the radio frequency nerve burning in July, I was like, you motherfuckers. I get really mad when I hear people talk about like, oh, socialist medicine, it'll take forever. I'm like, mm, we got our own problems. So, so that's that's option number two, which I also I'm feel like is a bad option, and I have to wait for it anyway. Or option number three is we can get weird with regenerative medicine. I was going to say, <laughs> it's funny you bring it up. I was going to say, are you going to a fucking Reiki practitioner or some fucking uh, oh, voodoo, no. hoodoo person, like doing some shit with crystals on your fucking body, see if that fixes shit? No, I've never I've never had Reiki uh, of all the... Re- Reiki is one where like, I just, no, I can't. I, but I, you know what? I will throw this out there. I found a... Because uh, I've, I've gone to all, all the different... I've gone to acupuncture chiropractic care i've done some really weird chiropractic care there was one chiropractor i went to in texas was it in raperbon raperbon texas yeah no i don't i don't think uh too many german parts of texas you know the german district of dallas yeah um and this this dude he did he 
he did the adjustments by putting a balloon up through the nasal cavities and then while the balloon was up there like quickly inflating it and it's like you hear feel like your whole face you know like you see chiropractors do those cracks didn't uh Cody Garbrandt yeah I'll say wasn't there like some UFC fuckers that tried that shit correct that's where I heard about it and I was Co- like and Cody sold you on it huh Cody's like the intelligent the, the fucking high IQ Cody Garbrandt convinced you that this shit's gonna work Cody's like, this is a medical miracle based on my extensive experience and being the dumbest person in the UFC. And I was like, that sounds great, Cody Garbrandt. I will try that. It was gnarly. Like, you've seen chiropractors, like, crack people's necks. Yeah. It's like that, but it's like your whole face and skull. Yeah. Uh, and then and then there was, like, all this, like, scar tissue and blood coming out of my nostrils. And I was like, ugh. I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't look at that, like, holy crap, I had all that crap sitting in my... Face and body, like cool. I got rid of it, like I, a, like a flush. It, it, it didn't help. <laughs> and I'm like I, and I was like bleeding. I was like had a nosebleed for like an hour and a half. I was mm-hmm. like I don't like this. I don't yeah. think I should have done this. So I, yeah, I've, no, I I meant uh, I meant in terms of weird with regenerative medicine. So there's there's this whole field of medicine that. Is becoming more popular. Uh, less, we're very behind in the United States compared to the rest of the world because people were people. When I say people, conservative Christian people mostly were afraid that we were going to take fetuses and use them for science or something. I don't know, but where you're trying to get your body to heal itself, mm-hmm. and so that's like like prolotherapy, where you're taking like your blood and spinning it into like the the concentrated plasma and sticking it back in. That's like stem cells, all, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what about I, when they? Uh, oh, he's got such a smile. Go ahead. What about when they <laughs> implant like somebody else's healthy shit in your stomach to like fix your? That is a real thing. I yeah. know it is. I do. I thought about doing it too. I would do it if they could. If they could. If they can tell me a hundred percent, we're gonna fix all your digestive shit, your tummy stuff. By putting someone else's poop in your, I think sign me up. So, so, so <laughs> put so, poo in me. <laughs> so just to be clear, this is what Mondo's talking about. Like this is how wild like this this field of medicine gets. If if uh, you know, say maybe you had like cancer or for whatever reason, like the bacteria in your stomach and your gut gets depleted. Maybe you have to take a really strong course of antibiotics. It can be really hard to regenerate that natural biome of bacteria. So people, they they have they have created this procedure where it's basically a poo transplant, <laughs> where they take the feces of someone with a healthy healthier biome, poo. yeah, where they've got all the, like the healthy bacteria, and they just stick it in you, and then it like repopulates the bacteria, uh, apparently a lot more effectively than like probiotics and all that sort of stuff. That's not what I was thinking about doing. <laughs> no, uh. I, I, I'm, in, I'm no, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm like, oh, if this would fix all my my digestive and tummy issues, I'd I'd fucking do it in a heartbeat. I'd, I'd go harvest the poo if I had to. I don't think that's part of the. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you, you know where you, you could probably uh, harvest that poo farm. Uh, the Reaper Barn. The Reaper Barn. There's actually a small chance the regenerative process, maybe, I don't know how small, there's a chance the regenerative process I would do would actually fix some of my digestive issues. I didn't, I didn't realize this. The digestive problems I've had actually started at the exact same time I, I had started having all my neck problems and headaches. Huh. And, I, and at the time, it, it was just like nasal congestion. 
So I didn't realize it was stomach problems. Hmm. Um, and I remember asking the doctor, I'm like, hey, this is weird. Like this stuff started at the same time. Could there be any correlation? And the doctor's like, no, take pills. I was like, okay. Yeah, fucking dumb uh-huh. shit, doctors. By the way, just uh, just FYI, we're like at an hour seven, so. Okay, I will try to wrap it up. You know, <laughs> oh just like you would at the Reaper Bond. <laughs> Oh my God! It's the it's the it's the gift, the gift that keeps on giving. So so basically, just to uh, to sort of tie that up is yeah, the stomach issues I, I I have are a lot. Of, it's like a lot of like acid reflux and stuff like that. Yeah, that all the nasal problems and sinus congestion I had was actually just acid reflux. I just didn't know it at the time. So this this procedure this would be the first time I've ever tried stem cells. Apparently, according to this doctor, you can have this like cranial instability where if if you've say jumped off a swing set when you're eight and done shit like that and landed on your head like the ligaments can get really stretched out uh in your neck and that that kind of leads to to this instability that can cause headaches because then your muscles and everything are trying to keep your head from wobbling around on your spine the other part is there's there's this nerve called the vagus nerve which connects all the way from like the your neck all the way th- down into your stomach and if your vagus nerve gets fucked up like it can cause all kinds of digestive problems it can cause constipation like it's it's like your stomach and your digestive tract are not getting the nerve signals correctly right and then all shit breaks loose uh, <laughs> so so <laughs> like you said it, not me. I just happened to giggle. <laughs> he just got such a big smile. He's like, he poopy joke. So, so this is this is the fucking. Well, just to be fair, the the term the term is usually all hell breaks loose, and for some reason you chose all shit breaks loose. So don't blame me. That was what, all do, you, what do you mean? For some reason, there was an obvious reason. Okay. <laughs> um, shit hits the fan. Is that better? You feel better? Yeah, uh huh. Um, wow, that would have be really explosive. Di- Anyhow, um, <laughs> so this this procedure this is this is nuts. What they do is they go in through your mouth with a fucking big-ass needle and they inject stem cells into these these ligaments like at the, the very like top of your spine, like where your spine connects to your skull. The theory is that it would... Uh, that that like gets the ligaments to to restart the healing process, and they also have stem cells, so they have more materials to heal, and the ligament will tighten up, and then you'll stop having that cervical instability. Which I was like, wow, that sounds great, and apparently that can even cure people some of these digestive issues. I was super on board with that, even though it's not as expensive as robot parts, but it's like it's like a used car instead of a like a nice used car instead of a new Tesla. Okay. Let me put it that way. But what they didn't mention, and I found out later, is one, this this like weird ass procedure is like only a few years old, and only six hundred people have ever had it. Because I was like, "What's the data on how effective this is?" And they're like, "Yeah, about that." That's one. Two, apparently, the people that have had it and it's been successful, they've had to have anywhere from two to four treatments each. So like each one costing costing yes. a used car. So like cumulatively, and you could costing, get a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean that that in of itself was kind of enough to make me be like, oh, I don't know about this, but it's like robot parts, like burning nerves, or like weird new stem cell procedure. Like that's where I'm at, and I feel like I have to try something. I have your answer. Oh, Ma- Mondo, the Oracle of the solution Montebello. to all your problems. Yeah, you go with robot parts. Why? Because if all else fails, 
You're just down the street from the Reaper Bond. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Boom! I have concluded the 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 cause of Aaron's problem health issues, and that's it. I fixed his I fixed his health. I, I got his yep. If <laughs> if if even if if my neck isn't fixed, there's still plenty of bone on bone to be had. Thank you for joining us <laughs> for this generous clubhouse. I feel like we accomplished a lot this episode. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, sorry. Let, just a tight asterisk. Happy Mother's Day to all your mothers, all you mothers out there, all you degenerate moms out there. Yeah, I hope you guys have a good one. I hope you guys have a good meal out there somewhere or good, uh, you know, mimosa or some shit. Maybe a trip to the Reberbahn <laughs> for, for Mother's Day. Wow, that that is bull. I don't think even in Germany. <laughs> uh, have a good one, guys. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We'll see you guys in a week. Bye-bye. Unless you're going to the Reberbahn to visit your mom. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, no. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.